almost like the th- I, I kept thinking of your theory of common man way back in like episode 34. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like, been a while ago. And I wanted to come up with some sort of great theory about this. <laughs> but like, like you were doing some sociological study. Yeah, huh? <laughs> yeah, for sure. And so I I was ready to give you like my own theory. But honestly, I I need your help because that's what I don't know. Like what what's going on here that you have all these men who come in and they sit down and they have like it's it's not just me then yeah. that has this urge to go men this is a reclamation project manhood in the west is broken in our homes in our cultural institutions in the church real men have gone missing we're here a protestant and a catholic to confront that reality with the wisdom and truth of our respective faith traditions. Join us as we move from mediocrity to mastery, from apathy to action, from failure to freedom. Join us as we seek manhood restored. Mighty men of valor, welcome to the Manhood Restored Podcast, where we go on an adventure, mate, to study men in their elements in order to restore manhood. Today's episode is entitled Craving Connection. I am your fearless host that is not afraid to go anywhere in order to discover more about men. I'm in the middle of the Nile River, floating down, looking <laughs> for my crocodile friends. With me, wearing, well, our faithful listeners already know what he is wearing. (laughs) Busily reading the, busily reading the fine print of my life insurance and disability policies to see if croc hunting excludes me from receiving funds is my co-host, Chad Stolle. Claims denied. (laughs) (laughs) I'm over here with tears. (laughs) I had no idea what was coming. Is that uh, your your crocodile hunter? What was his uh, name? Yeah. Steve. Uh, Steve Irwin. Irwin. Yeah, I mean, crikey, I do, crikey, that's what he'd say, you know? <laughs> now look at the size of that thing, you know? So that's the best thing I got, okay? Man, that was, that was full out for the entire thing. Yeah, I went I went. How'd for you keep it, it together? I, I don't know. I just, I tell you, I was in my elements. I just saw it, and I just went and got it, and then here it <laughs> held it right here. Okay. You you got a hold of this episode, yeah, baby. It's just caught. Let's rock. You know, rock. Okay. <laughs> just, just noises. There's noises at this point. Yeah. Okay. I'm not really croc hunting, obviously, but I am doing some major research and I need your help. Oh. But first, well, you know, the whole word from our sponsors, right? You know? Yeah. I should probably plug some yeah. stuff. You know, Ben, I've noticed a little drop in our downloads. Uh oh. And I'm mad about it. Well, be more exciting. Like, do an awesome intro like that. I know. That's bound to bring them in. (laughs) But if you enjoy and have uh, benefited from the Manhood Restored podcast, please like and subscribe um, and share with a friend. We would uh, greatly appreciate it. There's there's some stars out there that you can do, right? And there's... uh, (laughs) Give us five stars. Go to Facebook and uh, sign up for our... You know, I'm bad at this. But, well, if somebody says something to you and then you go, oh, I heard an episode on that, 
then go find that episode and share it because that happens a lot. Yeah. For me, I'll be like, oh, yeah, we did an episode on that. Yeah, and I'm I'm always like, I'm listening to other podcasts and I hear something, I'm like, dang, I got to share that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that's for sure. Ask, yeah. yeah, so do that. Okay, hey, so um, our listeners, just so they know, you know, we don't record the day we release. So I just wanted to tell you something, Chad. You know, today, well, okay, technically not because it's 12, 12 a.m. Oh, Shoot, yesterday. I can't, I wrote it yesterday. <laughs> All right, so uh was a special day. Oh, uh, yeah. It's- Groundhog Day? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so guess what movie I finally watched? You watched it? Yeah. I thought you'd be- That's one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. So I thought I will watch it. To, you did because, it on Groundhog Day? You, yeah. With the fam. Oh, yeah. Did I had they, no they idea. Like I was rated PG, but I was like, oh, it was yeah. so depressing to start. You know, he's just repeating the day over and over, and the kids are like, this is awful. He's like killing himself. Yeah. Well, yeah, then he gets a like suicide, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. So, you know, jumping off uh, like clock yeah. towers, I'm like, wow, he just told my kid, showed my kids five ways to kill themselves. Like, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't recommending to say, hey, go watch it with all your. Well, little I ones. tried to read up on it, but there was so before this. It's fine. Yeah, it, it was okay. They, I mean, it is. Great ended, message at the end, isn't it? Like, once it comes full circle, no. I mean, other than the fact, the very end was just playing spoiler. I mean, they're in bed together. Like, I'm like, kids, that's not how that works. Like, you know, they wake up in bed together after one day, right? I mean, it's just like. Well, one day. Like, they, well, his, I told you that, didn't I tell you this? That there's some expert was on a podcast I was listening to. He wrote a whole book on the philosophy of life from Groundhog Day. Yeah? Yeah. I and, didn't tell You didn't tell me that. No, I didn't. Um, well, he said that supposedly. I don't know if it was like the writer of this movie or whatever. He lived like 30 years, one day for 30 years. I had no idea. I thought, I thought, yeah, maybe a month or something. No, supposedly he had, you know, according to the people closest like to that Like done the movie, same things? No, no, like that one day he had relived. If you counted up all the days, it'd be like 30 years. In the movie? Yeah. Oh, that's what, oh, so he was in there 30 years stuck in Groundhog Day. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, so like, think about how, like, cause, cause he really can't, he really, in terms of his like character arc, yeah, he really came full circle. Yeah. Became a better person mm-hmm. by the end of it. But yeah, you don't, you're not going to just do that in a month. Right. Right. So it made sense to me. Okay. But you didn't get that message. All you did was focus on like, man, I really shouldn't have shown this to my kids. <laughs> no, it was good. I, I do. No, I, I read somewhere as the, went through the five stages of grief. You oh. know, it's like, yeah, you know, so that was kind of interesting to see the development there of you know, the shock and then like, yeah, that's hey, there, yeah, you know, sure. kind of the coping of like, well, I guess I can do whatever, you know, and then depression and all that. So that was, that's interesting for it's sure. A classic. Yeah, no, it was good. I'm glad I watched it. So I know sometimes you get on my case about it. About not watching yeah. good movies. Yeah. yeah so I re- really stepped up there. Well done. All right. So here you go. All right. So. Title is Craving Connection, but I, I have to just give you a story, all right? And this mm-hmm. is going to spark everything. We're going to look at like a one-inch square here, Chad, of like a, a situation, all right? And then Croc Hunter just discovering things in their element. One of my favorite things to do, all right? Do you know what my, one of my absolute favorite things to do is? Very simple. Take a guess, Chad. Mm. See how well you know me. One of your very favorite things to do. Yeah. Very favorite things to do. Very simple. Uh, it started right after. I want to get this right. 
Yeah. I start right after what? You give me a hint? Yeah. Right after my dad passed. And all my, my birthday was just recently too, and my gifts all related to it. Your gifts all related to it, huh? Okay, I'll give you a hint. There were gift cards. To oh, do you like to go to the Motor Inn? Motor Inn truck stop? Oh, I got it right. Hey. Asia, Asian buffet slash Mongolian <laughs> grill and hazelnut coffee company. Oh, okay. Yeah. So one of my favorite things to do is to go out to eat. Um, and, and so I remember even like when I had to go to Finley after dad passed, um, I woke up that morning and I didn't have to teach or whatever, uh, that day or the, that week. And so I decided before I went to Finley to go to motor and truck stop, right? Your local place Mm -hmm. that I love. And I, I started going out to breakfast there and it has become one of my favorite things to do. How often do you do that? To motor in. Do I want to admit it? <laughs> I, I mean, it's almost like if I know, if I've gone more than a week, I feel like I need to stop in and see the, the waitresses because Darla and Deb especially. Are they the all ones, know you there? Yeah, they, they know me, yep. And Is it like cheers they know, for you? They know my order and stuff, yeah. and they're like, are you going to get your farmer's breakfast bowl, you know, your usual with a Frank's hot sauce? Yeah, you know, so they know. It's kind of cool like that. Um, although I recently changed it up real healthy to uh, two eggs over easy with uh, corned beef hash on the side, and I mix it all. Oh, man. Oh, it does good. sound healthy. It, I mean, it's just splatter some gravy over top of it all. That's the farmer's breakfast bowl. It's got biscuits and mm. hash browns, and then it's got a couple cups of coffee in there. Dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So they know, you know, coffee and the water. That's what I get. And then eventually they say, Do you want to switch to decaf? I'm like, I don't know. Do I want to switch to decaf or not? What do you think? <laughs> So they know. Up on me. The one day I walked in, I asked for decaf water. They still haven't let me live that one down. Okay. Yes, that's right. I asked for a decaf water and they were like, <laughs> they have still hounded me about that. You want your decaf water? So, you know, that's fun. All right. So I, I do love, but that's not why we're talking about that. Okay. Um, so, but I mean, I do that. That's, I, I will drop my son off at school. And then I'll be driving by to work, and then I'm like, mm, I got time to stop. Nice. I mean, you know, no one's at the church right now anyway, so I'm going to go <laughs> and do ministry, of course, um, by interacting with people, okay? <laughs> Are you, um, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you're going to explain to us why you like. Well, no, uh, no I'm not even done this. All right, here's okay. what, but as I was there sitting there, I started to notice something. So this this is what, what was interesting, uh, and, and even recently, again, confirmed that I—, I, I I've done this several times now where I look around the restaurant. And do you know what I see, Chad? Other guys? Other men. Okay. By themselves eating. So like the other day, there were five or six men all by themselves eating. And then off to my right was a older couple, a man and his wife out to eat. Uh, to my left, sometimes there's a group that meets of couples that will come and meet, but uh, almost never do I see a woman by herself come to eat by herself. And so I started to think about this as like almost like the th- I, I kept thinking of your theory of common man way back in like episode 34. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like, been a while ago. And I wanted to come up with some sort of great theory about this. <laughs> But, like, like you were doing some sociological study. Yeah, huh? yeah, for sure. <laughs> and so I, I was ready to give you like my own theory. But honestly, I, I need your help because that's what I don't know. 
Like, what, what's going on here that you have all these men who come in and they sit down and they have, like, it's it's not just me then yeah. that has this urge to go out to eat by themselves yeah. and enjoy a meal. It's a commonplace for men to do that. Um, what ages are these men? Typically? Ah, okay. So at the bar area, not the alcohol bar area, but the bar area, breakfast bar area, we'll call it. Uh, there's usually three or four older men that will sit there. Kind of the same ones? Yeah, same ones, and I think all of them live by themselves. And they're at the bar. They're, they like this, yeah, so they go there and they can see the right there where the you know the food's kind of being made and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's others, too, that seem to come and sit down, um, different ages, but sometimes like the truck drivers will come through and they'll sit down and eat, and so mm-hmm. that's kind of expected in that regard. Um, but yeah, all ages that vary, but you do have your consistent older crew that does that. Yeah. So you're not seeing peers. Yeah. No, not, no, it's not like buddies that you're going that are there. Really many times you may not know. I don't hardly even know the people there that are going out to eat. So it's not necessarily, I'm going to see my friends or my buddies. Yeah. Yeah, well, 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 I mean, I could start because I, I can relate. Uh, you know, I'm as a sales guy, I'm out and about a lot, <clears throat> and and if I'm on the road, and I you know say I have a couple appointments away from town, I, I'm for sure stopping for lunch, and I do very much enjoy that part of my job. In fact, if I'm <clears throat> if I take trips uh, to Lima or in the Lima area, I have certain spots I always hit. I go into Panera. <clears throat> Usually, I get the same thing every time. Mm. I kind of like what you're saying. Yeah, I uh, I like going to Chipotle. That feels like a more healthy option because mm-hmm. I'll just get a bowl. Yeah, and some meat and some you know veggies, whatever in there. Um, Panda Express. I don't. Uh, you got to go there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Highly recommend that. If I, if I'm uh, yeah, and then if I'm so anyway, then I, in different areas I might go to a, a different place. But um, so I can relate. I don't know if it's food per se. Okay, I'm just start. I'm thinking through this. I don't know if it's like I, I I go because I I enjoy eating the food. So, you know, that's why you go. I, I I don't think it's that. No, you don't think. It's, no, yeah. Um, because it's not like the food I'm describing here. I like Chipotle and I like Panera Bread, but I mean, that's not it. Right. I mean, I know I got to eat. I'm on the road. I'll, I'll, I'll have lunch. Sometimes I may be too busy. I might skip lunch. So I don't think it's the food in and of itself. That's I'm just ruling something mm-hmm. out. Okay. I don't know if you agree with that. Like, do you do you go to the motor inn uh, because you like, especially like the food over and against other options? I mean, it's very convenient, but no, no, I definitely don't feel like I go there just for the food. No. Okay. And I think I should, if anything, I did show my hand a little bit in my title. Right, my yeah. title was craving connection. So, if anything, I will give my one hypothesis is that these men are coming out to this restaurant because they long for something more than food. They can get food in their home, they can get it in the grocery store, but there is something that they 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 crave some sort of connection. Yeah. By doing that, by going out to eat, and they're longing for connection. Certainly, it seems like a logical conclusion that the older men who are living by themselves, 
All right. Might just be convenience. Right. Convenience. I mean, you know, you could make food for yourself and you could sit there by yourself or you can go and Mm -hmm. they kind of think they know each other at the breakfast bar a little bit. Those that come regulars, they know that the waitresses know them, the cooks know them. So they have this connection they're making with other humans. Mm -hmm. So that's my like start then to say that men are craving connection and they're not getting it somewhere else mm. um you know because what would what would we do like call each other up on the phone say hey i uh i really like someone to talk to <laughs> no i mean has that happened to now, you much? now as a sales guy if i'm in certain areas i might i might say hey so and so you up you want to grab lunch right uh, you can you, be sometimes you <laughs> usually it's in town you know yeah when we're both in town um but i i, I do think that way a little bit um, but I, I would say it's more often I'm eating alone because mm-hmm. it's, it's a little bit harder to like arrange for it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I don't know. I, I wouldn't just call anybody, mm-hmm. you know, it'd be just a handful of people that are in a closer circle of friends. Right. So in, but you're doing it. Are you, you're not necessarily craving connection or are you, I mean, I don't know. It's a great question. Yeah, that, that's what I really was struggling with, like, good or bad, I don't know the layers of this onion. And I was hoping, mm-hmm. unlike a lot of episodes where this is not scripted very much, yeah. um, is what peel that onion back. And it's like, so what? what is it? Are we craving? Is this fulfilling a, something good in our lives and this can, should continue? Or is it supplementing something that... I should be maybe having a connection more with, I don't know, other humans or with God or something. And this is just a Band-Aid to get me going a little bit further. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't have the answer for sure. So I'm hoping you got some insight or questions to help unpack that a little bit. <clears throat> well, I kind of I kind of teased you a little bit, I you know, like because uh, it sounds like the way you describe it, it's like your version of Cheers. Mm-hmm. You know, that old where everybody knows There's, your name. Everybody knows your name, right. Do, yep. do, 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 do. Yeah. I won't um, sing it. You can. <laughs> and and uh, for that matter, I'm an old Seinfeld fan. Mm-hmm. They always gather at this one little restaurant. A little diner. It reminds me a lot of that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah, the Seinfeld diner. Yeah, and it wasn't like there was the same waitress every time, uh, in, at least in Seinfeld. I know that there were the same bartenders at Cheers. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, I think it, it, it rings true when you see characters in these situations that they just have a part, as part of their routine a, this spot they land. Mm-hmm. Um, Everybody knows your name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's some familiarity. I feel like that's for you. Like I, I wonder to myself, why motor in? Maybe maybe it's location. It, it is location a little bit. But when I started, yeah. I almost was okay with not people knowing who I was. Or is at least right? I thought they didn't know who I was. But as time, it's just developed. Because they start seeing you over and over yeah. again. Now, you mentioned hazelnut coffee. Yeah. Uh, oh, you might know a little bit about that. Yes. And uh, and that's not too far from the truth here. Good lead-in, right? Yeah. To to the episode that follows this one. Yeah. I wasn't even necessarily planning that. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but I'll tell you what. Like, some days I'm busy, and, and if the line isn't too long— in the drive-through, I'll just grab my coffee. But even it's that person. I know every every person that works there essentially, mm-hmm. or at least know them by face, and they yeah. know me by my order. Right, right. <laughs> like you said, yeah. What are you going to have Tall, today? Tall, dark, and yeah. handsome. <laughs> yes, I am. Thank you very much. 
<laughs> no, uh, but I, you know, I drive through and uh, I can, I just know the routine. I know the feel of that. And it's, and it's a good feeling. Mm-hmm. I, I'm actually, I'm after the coffee, but, but there is something about going inside hazelnut. Mm-hmm. Does and, it like lifts your spirit? Or, yes. Yeah. Yes. The smiling faces of the workers, but there are regulars and uh, Whitey Klosterman is, is the guy. And just the other day, um, wasn't yesterday, it wasn't yesterday, but the day before that I stopped through and I, I knew I had probably 20 minutes before I had to be somewhere. It wasn't in a big rush. And I just decided I'm just going to go in. And I knew why he'd be sitting in his spot and he pulled me over and had to tell me all about his son like normal. And I just, I just soaked it up. Hmm. I just soaked it up. And, you know, sometimes I'll run into like Justin Monfort will be in there and he'll be playing board games with his, uh, with his daughter or, um, I'll see, um, uh, uh, Chris Carlin standing up there or Randy Christian sometimes is meandering in there. I, I'll just seek people and that. I think what it, what brings me inside. So here's, here's a great example. I could just drive through and get the coffee real quick. Right. But there are some times where just because I'm going to go in today, it'll take me an extra 10 minutes to get that coffee. But I'm going in. Mm. And I always talk to, I talk to Jeff. He'll be sitting there at the at the barista machine or whatever they call it, and I'll be waiting for them to get my coffee and just strike up a conversation. Mm. So yes, I, I I there's something about so I I'm not sure I have a restaurant like you do. Yeah, but hazelnut. It's the same place mm-hmm. consistently. Same, I'm getting the same thing every day. Yeah, essentially. Like so there's a little bit of the routine in that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, would you say you're delaying or procrastinating work? Like, are you saying, you know, like me hanging out, I know those those papers on my desk need to address. (laughs) Like, do you think there's an element of that? Like, I'm trying to go the positive and the negative here. So we crave that connection. That's really good. Could it also be like avoidance of a task? Mm. No, I I don't say at least on the hazelnut side. And then on my lunch, my my forays out in the lunch, you know, while I'm out in the road, I, I, I do do this. I do take that occasion um, either to read a book, to write ideas down for podcast, mm. or work on my genealogy. So if I'm on the road, a lot of times I'll grab one of those notebooks mm-hmm. and bring it with me because I know I'll have this time. And that's at a restaurant? Mm-hmm. Okay. And if I'm in Ottawa? Yeah. Glandorf? Oh, yeah. It's always Arby's. I know. Yeah, been there. You I don't st- go to the Red Pig? No, it's right across the street. Yeah, there. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'll go in, uh, same Arby's. Same, I'll go to the same booth every time and I sit down and, but so maybe there's something to that, that it's not work. I don't know if I'm procrastinating, but like I want, here's what I might crave. I like to go someplace, coffee, little meal. And I like to, I like to put out the book. I was even in Chipotle here last week in Lima and I brought uh, my podcast notebook and I just sat there with, with some ideas. I need that. Mm. I need the time and the space. Now you try to go home and do that. I got to wait till everybody's to bed at 10 o'clock to yeah. get some work done. Yeah. And it can even be a little hustle and bustle, but I, for some reason I do end up at the same spots. It is familiarity. A lot of times it's the same faces like at a hazelnut. Um, and so I, I don't know for me, maybe it's, I'm not progressing, but I am looking forward to mm-hmm. setting this time aside. Yeah, and so you can be productive in your case. Yeah, but but not in not in the sense of my my 
you know, my job. Yeah. It's an, in, in, it's like a form of recreation almost. Okay. Yeah. And well, <laughs> I tell people when I get up, my, you know, I sometimes don't spring out of bed. Um, I'm not slacking per se, but I'm not, uh, I don't like, I tell people I don't like to get up with anything with a five in it. You know, <laughs> so I jokingly, I, a lot of times I set my watch for actually, if you're curious, 625 AM, but even then I don't like the five. I want to change it to 626 just because just wait another minute. Yeah, I don't know. Up. You know, I don't know. I'm just joking. Like, I don't want to get up early, but part of it is because when the, my day comes, I just go. Anyone relate? You know, like I just go. I got uh, stuff to do here, there, and everywhere. My list is long. And mm-hmm. and so something about going to Motor Inn for me feels like rest. It's a sort of a cheap, guilty pleasure. Um, I just started a book, Sacred Rest, and maybe we'll do an episode on that later. Um, it's written about six, seven years ago by a woman, and it's – Talking about us being so busy and not having time to actually rest. And resting isn't laying in your bed sleeping. And so one of the things, certain people, and even my house, I see this in my own, my, my family. Um, we, and we said about some of my kids, they know what they need. When they need to like rest, they know what they need. Mm-hmm. And I think I tend towards that naturally. I know what I need. And mm. sometimes I just need, maybe I'm helping everyone get out the door. I'm helping my my wife and kids get to school. I take my son to school, and then I know I'm going to the church. When I get to the church, it's time to work or time to have a staff meeting. And it's like, I would just like a little time yeah, to reflect and think and, and sit in silence, a little bit of silence. Or actually, a little bit of noise isn't so bad, right? Well, it's a, it's a din. Do you know what I mean by that? Uh, do you know that word? Well, you're doing it again, Timmy. <laughs> Den, I know what a den is. D E N D I N. Yeah, uh, it's like it's like a background noise. Like yeah, it yeah. Just, it's enough noise, but it's it's consistent enough that you can tune it out. It's almost like white noise. Yeah, yeah. So it's something like that. That it's definitely providing something that I, you know, I felt like I need in my life. But I just was just trying to make sure. Am I that maybe it is healthy? All right, because you know maybe it's not. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not something that, oh, maybe I should I should sit at home and read my Bible more. Or I should, like, am I avoiding those things that I should do or whatever? Do, do you, Have you ever brought your Bible to the motor in? Mm, my phone. That has uh, the, nobody no, I haven't that. done that. I mean, I don't know that that would be the place where I feel like I would. Okay. I mean, I could to do, study or what. But so, if, uh, I'm curious. Explain to me, okay? Explain to me just from the moment you walk in. I mean, obviously, not every single detail of it, but the moment you walk in to the time you leave, what does it typically look like? Like, what yeah, are you I walk doing? in, of course I go, the, the tables are too high cause they mount on the wall. So I'm looking for a booth and then I go and every man should look and turn and face the door so they can see what's coming in. And if you don't, you got a problem. There was a dude there the other day sitting there facing the other way. And there's five of us all facing one way, and he's over there. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> well, now we got to look at you, and we're like staring at each other, you know? So, so not really necessarily craving that kind of yeah, connection. I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah. So then that's the awkward point of it. But, uh, you know, might talk to some people I know because usually I do. But then, you know, right away they ask, so do you want your decaf water? Or whatever, you know, it's yeah, like a, yeah, coffee and water, you know, <laughs> so I'm like, yep. And so then your usual, and that's kind of, you know, that's, I think I always wanted a place where they'd be like, your usual, you See? know? Yeah. So there is something about that. 
Um, but then I just sit there for as long as I need to. Sometimes I'm in a hurry. I know I got somewhere I need to be or stuff I need to do. But other times I just will sit there and really kind of just. What are you doing? Sipping the coffee <laughs> and thinking. So okay, but this is this is the real question. Do you get your phone out? Sometimes. How how many times? Like how like is it, um, is that predominant? It depends. Um, you might have stuff that you're tending yeah, to. Yeah, I'm not really trying to text people there, but it might be something to just look at my to-do list for the day or look at that or whatever. So just kind of – I think it helps me sort my mind out. Okay. And you ever, do you ever bring a, something to write on? I have, yeah. Okay, okay. Yep. Do so, you um, – do you ever – do I mean, do you just sit silently? You may, maybe kind of mm. led me to believe that. Like, yeah. Are you just sitting there, even if like the food's not there, or even if the food's there, and you just take a bite, and you're just kind of like st- staring? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm stoking the fire or something. Almost like I'm trying to, yeah, rest in some way or another. But but I do wonder. So back to the craving connection. I do wonder though, is it just a superficial connection, and I'm missing? a deeper, more intimate connection that I'm longing for potentially. You okay. Know? What else would you be doing is, is my question. Like if you skipped that and you went straight to church, I'd be working right away. I'd be on my computer, jump. I'd try and do my Bible reading first, you mm-hmm, know, and then mm-hmm. I, but then it's go time. I mean, I'll just be and just ripping the stuff. Yeah. Trying to get as much as I can done on my computer or whatever. Okay. And, yeah. and if like, is there something else that needs to be done in its stead. And, and there might be, a, yeah, there's sometimes I think the busyness can take place of like that deeper connection with people maybe or, or accountability. I think about like a connection. We, we, this is my other theory. We crave a connection without strings attached, without accountability, you know, where you want to interact with people and, you know, it's nice to have that comfort food and the the waitresses are older than me, like more mom-like, the comfort comfort connection. And maybe that's... Tease you a little bit. Yeah, it could be. But maybe it's just that Band-Aid. And, but then, you know, maybe I need an actual, you know, brotherly connection that I'm longing for where I open up and share what's going on and we pray for each other or, yeah. you know. So I don't... I just wonder if that's part of the reason. If that was going on, mm-hmm. you know, maybe, you know... Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't crave that as much. I don't know. I feel. I feel like that's one thing that's missing in the men's life. Period is an accountability. Someone who's like there, holding, holding them accountable, and really asking the tough questions, and that, you know the depth there. Which which you'd almost have to take. You could right technically take the routine you just described and just insert uh, something that comes along with right. Uh, hold a standing appointment. Oh, as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I, I don't know, I, I've been, and you see these retired guys that you, you kind of describe them there, but there are some that are, there's like groups sometimes. Oh yeah. It's in the, the same guys, the same time, the same yep. spot. Whether it's Hazelnut or McDonald's or yeah. whatever, it seems like that's something that you do. You mm-hmm. retire and then you just go, that's what you do. And I, I tell you what, that's, that's like a dream come true for me. Hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding. So, um, What's curious about your scenario is that you're you're talking about men sitting alone, and that's really what you, you said. Craving. Yeah, we haven't. Re- yeah, so so forget me for a second. And mm-hmm. We got a bunch of men sitting yeah. there alone, right? They're all doing it. Mm-hmm. All right, that's the case there, huh? Yeah, 
So, you know, for me, maybe I need to adjust whatever, but what are, you know, is it something that's missing in these men's lives? Mm. I mean, I can go up and ask them, but I don't know that that's going to work out so well. <laughs> I mean, but it's, it's not just Christians or not, you know, it's people. What, what I don't, I'm sure some are believers, some aren't, but wouldn't in this interesting, is it less acceptable to go out to supper by yourself than it is for lunch? Well, and this is breakfast. Yeah, no, it seems breakfast or lunch. It almost mm-hmm. seems as the day gets later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think breakfast is almost like that's an interesting question because I very I, accepted for breakfast to be a by yourself type of thing. Lunch, too. lunch too. Yeah, yep. But then, yeah, supper. It probably is a little because then, I, then I think it has this tinge of like, well, don't you have anybody? Hmm. That's you know, a really good insight into that. I, I I know I've seen when like I might be out with Karen or out with a group of people and we're at a restaurant and you see an individual by themselves and it's at night. I mean, mm. a night, supper time. Yeah. And I'm like, I always think like, wonder why they're alone. It seems odd. Yeah. Uh, you know, I had something similar when we went out, not to a group of us or whatever, and it was supper time and I looked... And I did, I did think about, yeah, and they kind of recognize that, you know, they probably don't. They're not married. They don't. They probably don't have yeah. someone that they can regularly go out to eat with. And that's, you know, so they, I think they knew the waitress or whatever. So they were going there and yeah. you know, a friend or whatever. But I, I mean, I can see that what you describe, whether it's breakfast or lunch, being part of a routine. Like, like for me, a sales guy, and I. I catch the same spots when I'm in certain areas because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not going to go home and I'm just not the guy that packs a lunch. Mm. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I probably shouldn't save a couple bucks. Right. <laughs> uh, but where it fits nicely and it is kind of, uh, I like, I like the routine. I, th- I think I just, the, there's a little, um, set of steps that you're going through. You were just describing it. It kind of just makes me feel comfortable. Like, yeah. Yeah. We're creatures of habit. So much nicer to have your routine of what you're going to do and know what you're going to do versus always thinking, you know, what am I going to do here? What am I going to do now? So Mm -hmm. you'd be like, yeah, you know what? Let's say Monday morning, I'm going to start my week off. And and that was, that was actually very common for a while. Whereas Monday morning, I was like, all right, that's where I'm going. motor in. Yeah, that's right. Well, I might challenge you, uh, at least for you. And I, we can get back to uh, why some other guys might be alone, but maybe um, interspersing some an accountability kind of mm-hmm. uh, meeting where you are. Maybe it's just once a month yeah. out of your four, four trips. Yeah. That's a, that's a good thought. You know, what you don't know <laughs> is that I don't have a challenge for the podcast because oh. I didn't know how it was going to shake out. So you just <laughs> issued a challenge oh. to me. So we'll see if we have one for all of our listeners, because I really was like, I don't know how this is going to shake out good or bad. What is so there might be one to make sure that I'm not, you know, missing out on that accountability piece. And maybe there's a better word than accountability, fellowship, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, you know, what I, I think there is um the endless scrolling on social media. So many people are on their phones, you know, even they're just staring and they're just it's like they're looking for a little dopamine, a little yeah. uplift and stuff. Along the way. So I feel like they are crying out for something, you know, mm-hmm. that's uh, some sort of connection. And, um, you know, we 
And in those cases, in those, when I interact with the people around me, these other men, uh, we'll talk about weather and business and sports and everything else. But it seems like we fall short, you know, like it's kind of like the fake reels on social media and stuff, the fake videos that they make, you know, with you look at them and you're like, that's not real, you know? Yeah. And it's kind of the same thing there in the way we interact. It still has some fakeness to it a little bit because of the unwillingness for us to go deeper in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't think, I don't, I don't think in those settings, you're going to, you're going to have an opportunity to go mm-hmm. deeper. Not if you're sitting alone, you know, yeah. it's going to be nice. It's a nice reprieve, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it rest. Yeah. And, uh, maybe you use it for that mm-hmm. one purpose, but I don't, I don't know that that setting is going to allow you an opportunity to, you know, meet one of these guys and go deep and witness to them or something like that. Yeah. Well, the flip side is that's already happened sometimes where I've been able to talk to people about different things or oh, whatever. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, they, or just somebody says, Hey, can you, can you pray about this or whatever? Yeah. Is when that, you run into people, you already know. Yeah. People, well, even people in that realm, I think it has happened. So it, opportunities exist there. And I'm not saying that on the surface level, there's not a good also mm-hmm. there, there, there may just be, um, spaces and places for that deeper. Mm-hmm. I, I do think there's something good about me going into hazelnut It's something good in the good to the soul. Yeah. To enter a place that has a good, uh, spirit about it. Mm-hmm. You see the familiar faces. There is a, there is a little bit of accountability in that small community. Mm-hmm. When you say hello, you know, it, 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 it may, if you want to be pessimistic, you can call it fake, but I don't think it is. I mean, you genuinely want to know how people are, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, sometimes you may, maybe the four out of the five times you talk to them, it's the same thing, but maybe that fifth time it's a little something, you know, something's going on in the community and, and that comes to light mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah, I, sh- I should really look into that or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you end up sharing. Um, yeah. And that's good so in and of itself. You're visible, present type thing. Yep. You have a community. You're not just hopping around every which way. But yeah. So at this point, I'm planning on continuing my meals. Oh, that's, uh, were you trying to ha- have me like convince you otherwise? I didn't know. No, that. I didn't know. I mean, I was like, I wasn't sure, you know. But but then others, I guess I can't speak for their situation too, you know, uh, as far as that goes, I mean, financially, probably there is some element of looking at the budget closely, make sure I do got money to go do that. Yeah. I was going to ask you, is this something that Michelle knows about yet? Yeah. Yeah. She knows. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The, there's no hiding this one. So. Why? Why? Uh-huh. Why? Just because she sees but, it on the ledger or? Well, no, she doesn't. <laughs> no. No, not the ledger. I mean, it's. Or you just. All our bills up. are paid, so we're fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But what I'm saying is, is, uh. How does she find out? I tell her. Oh. Yeah, this honesty is an important thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, 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 so, no, no, no. It almost is laughable sometimes because she'll say, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, and, and I slide in and I'm with the motor in today. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll be Mongolian grill. <laughs> okay. So, but, but in, in some sense, are you, are you, do you have some guilt about that? Why would you need to slide it in? Why couldn't you lead with it? Uh, yeah. I, well, cause <laughs> <laughs> she might be working hard, teaching, working with kids, and then here I am sitting in the motor and sipping my coffee, you know. So I feel there's a some guilt. There's similar to what you might feel when, you know, your wife's at home with this 
the house full of kids and yeah. running around and you're just I'm like, on a oh. bo- I'm on a boondog. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Well, we're working here over beers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> Never happens. Right. Right. Sure. But so. no, I just, I bring that up last. This might be my last, might be my last point. Okay. I bring it up because I just wonder like, do you need to justify it in your mind? Like, is there some hint that you, yes, there's a hint of guilt. I think that I okay. shouldn't do it. Yeah. All right. But I mean, if, I don't know if, if you have like come to the conclusion that you need that. And what do you say? Uh, you said there towards the beginning, like you kind of go with your gut. Yeah. I don't know how you Yeah. It. Well, yeah, the, I think, um, yeah, I'm no knowing what I need. Yes. Um, and that's always kind of, I think been a strength of mine. And there is a sir, I've heard about, have you heard about sending and halt? If you're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, uh-uh. You're more likely to step into sin. Oh wow! You know, halt, and so yeah. You Say it again. Halt. Halt. H a l t. Hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. And if you have any of those, sort of halt and be aware of that. That's how the devil will attack you. Yeah. And so I think though, um, if I, I don't know about angry at the, but I think a lot of times I am hungry. Yeah. And I am craving a connection. I know if I go to the church, I might be by myself for sure. many hours. Sure. And, that, and that was the one thing about working in ministry that was going to, like, I just did not want to sit at the church. I'd go crazy just mm. sitting there by myself and, and possibly tired. Just and, and, and my spirit might be tired. Not physically, maybe I had enough hours sleep, whatever, but my spirit might be tired. And all, so three of those four right there yeah. might be actually really helpful you know, to like replenish my soul, you know, making sure, you know, and that's why I, the other day I knew i had been a long week and I'm like, you know what? I need, I need protein and it's two eggs and corned beef hash. I knew that was, you know, <laughs> I'll perk you right yeah, up. Puck, puck, puck my right up, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but listen, I think it's worth the point you're making here, uh, is worth because I have, I, I try to convince my, my wife of this very thing. All the more reason, like a, for a stay at home mother who is, who, who, she always reminds me, like, I can't get away like you can. Mm. I mean, I, I'm here at the house, and I, I have obligations to pick kids up. I got a kid still at the house, right? Yeah. And and she would need me to, like, relieve her if she wanted to go do something. Mm-hmm. She, I need to, like, okay, go ahead. But I struggle sometimes to convince her she needs to do that. Yeah. And I, I don't maybe press in on that very often because I'm like, well, she's just going to have some reason why – all right, I'm, we're, we're too busy. We, you know, I, I can't do that. Yeah. Well, I feel like she needs to do it more for mm. the very reason that you're identifying why you need to do. Yeah. Well, and, doing. and I think, um, the sacred rest book was written by a woman and it was talking and this might be good. We'll know more as I get into the book. Cause I'm mm-hmm. on like three chapters in of 20 chapters or whatever. But, um, the idea of learning to rest, where you're at a little bit more than like, so instead it's not feasible for her to consistently rest in the sense of you go tag, yeah. you know, tap in or tag in and you're, you're out in there and she leaves and she goes out and has the coffee and everything. But so finding other ways for her soul to rest that are simpler than that. And right, maybe just it's set the, set the tasks y- down. Yeah. It might be still in the house. It might be deep breathing. It might, whatever it is, yeah. you know, so cup of, it could be her cup of coffee at a certain spot yeah. and, and intentionally turning off. Yep. And I think it's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. When you go to motor in, aren't you just essentially like, I know, I know what to expect. You even said that. I know what to expect when I go in here. Mm. 
Uh, I'm not going to have to think a bunch. I'm not yeah. going to feel busy. And I know I need to turn the rest of the stuff off mm-hmm. just for this amount of time. Yeah. Well, and so there's our challenge, I think. Mm. Be intentional about finding ways to rest at this point. And I think that's where it leads us to think about what it is for you. All right. Well, that is going out to eat, finding a place that helps recharge you in a certain way uh, so that you, when you're hungry, angry, lonely, tired, that you find a way to, to work. And, and that's a very physical and simple way, but sometimes we don't look past that very thing, you know, okay. You know, have you eaten? Have you expressed it? Like, okay, you know, you're spiritually going to do a whole lot better if you've had a good meal and you've had your rest and mm-hmm. you know, you slow down to some deep breathing, whatever. It's All this quiet, like you yeah. were saying, you know, just sit and stare. Yeah. Guys are good at that. Yeah. We don't oh, have yeah. to think That's about what a lot they of do. Stuff. Oh yeah. They're all look around. They're not real social. It's funny almost, you know? So yeah. You should, you should scare one of the guys one time and just go sit right at his, at his place don't, with him. Don't dare me. I will. Well, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Hey buddy. I've been sitting over there all this time. I thought I'd join you today. No, believe me. That's, that's, Come on, I'm, where's that ev- I, evangelical spirit? I'm not scared. Of what you th- I'm not scared of that. Oh well, man! Well, I want you to tell us about like a maybe like a bonus episode about it when ah, you actually do even, it. Okay, that's my challenge. My second challenge to you, Ben. <laughs> I ain't scared. Yeah. Crikey! I tell you what. <laughs> all right, you know, I spotted that guy in yes, the corner booth. I spotted that guy. Oh, he's probably <laughs> 350 pounds. <laughs> By Wrangled around and got there to sit down, and <laughs> I about ripped my head off. <laughs> okay. That is the wild right there. The there you go. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, go, going up and talking to a guy that yeah, looks like he's armed and dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Well, very good. Looks like we got our marching orders. All right, let's roll. Thanks for tuning in to the Manhood Restored podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and share. Also, be sure to like us on Facebook at Manhood Restored Podcast. To check out past episodes and show notes, go to manhoodrestored.tv. You can send us feedback and episode ideas to mightymen at manhoodrestored.tv. That's mightymen at manhoodrestored.tv. Be blessed and be brave. Until next time, mighty men of valor. <laughs>